Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the 90% Podcast. We are joined again for a second time by Sid Farrell. We got really good feedback from the first episode with him, so we decided to bring him back to talk NIL. All right, so I have zero idea what NIL is, what it stands for. I actually, let me not say I don't know what it is. I understand that college athletes are getting paid, but Sid knows the game, so he's going to kind of dive into it, give us some examples, tell us his thoughts on it, and hopefully you guys can learn a thing or two, so stay tuned. Welcome back, Sid. Thank you. Glad to be here. Uh, Let's talk about NIL. So NIL stands for name, image, and likeness, and this is referring to college athletes right now. Uh, The biggest kind of topic of debate is whether college athletes are going to be paid or not. I was in college from 2015 through 2021, and NIL didn't even pass until about I was finishing college like two years ago. But now that it's passed, you know, it's, it's an industry that's, you know, going crazy right now it's getting huge you know college athletes can be paid this could and never so how, happen how, how did that this all start do you know how it all started like were, were there lawyers pressing the ncaa or how how did this get started oh yeah we had so many there's so many athletes from college that have just been talking about it how the ncaa was not letting you make any money outside of your scholarship like nothing you know youtube if you didn't made money working a job you weren't allowed to do it so college athletes are like Come on, man, I'm doing my sport 40, 50, 60 hours a week through training, practices, games, all this. Uh-huh. And they don't have time for a job, so something had to give. You so know? what would you say on the argument that they're getting a $200,000 scholarship, though? Yeah, um, you can say that, and they are getting a free education, but just like I said, they don't have time outside of their, you know, of their sport to go and make money. So yeah, they get their degree and everything, but they're not going to have any money to save afterwards, you know? So I was a big uh, defender of college athletes being paid, and I wrote uh, papers on it in college, especially at UCF, and, you know, there's a lot of points on both sides, you know? Some, a lot, I would say the majority of athletes definitely felt like they should be paid, because they're the ones experiencing it, you know? These are the people putting their whole body on the floor every night you know these are your risk and injury and all this but you got to think about this point college athletes are the one that are out there generating all the revenue that the school is getting and to not be able to get any of that you know it's a little crazy to me but you know here we are now nil is passed college athletes can make money and we're seeing some athletes such as uh livy dunn uh even Bronny james isn't even in college yet but they're estimating them at like 10 million worth they're, they're getting the bag so let's just say Athletes are making millions of dollars already. Bryce Young was one of the first ones, I think, that passed over like a million in NIL worth. So it's it's something that's affecting sports, college athletics oh, yeah, all over. Big time. And so are they allowed to pay high school athletes or no? Or do you not know on that? I would have to research. I think high schoolers can make money. The whole reason that college athletes couldn't make money is because of the NCAA stipulations. Uh-huh. You know, they were the ones that said you're not allowed to do it. And I'll reference. Yeah, and so, so the high school athletes weren't allowed to before because they were worried about if they take money now, they can't play in college, right? Yeah. But now since they're allowed to get paid in college, they can they can take exactly. money? Exactly. Gotcha. And I wanted to tell you about this guy I knew in college. Uh, for anyone watching... If you've ever heard of destroying, his name's Donald D. LaHaye. Let me tell you the story about this guy. I, d- I had a sport law class uh, at UCF about 2018, 2019, and I did a report on him and everything he was doing. So Donald D. LaHaye destroying on YouTube and Instagram is this guy. He was a football kicker for UCF. He was our kicker there, very talented guy, and he made YouTube videos while he was a kicker on scholarship for UCF. 
The NCAA came in and said, hey, we see you're making money. You know, there was no NIL at the time. So, you know, he was making money through ads and all this stuff and, you know, making his bag. And the NCAA said, you can't do that. And they gave him an ultimatum. They said, look, Donald, you can either choose to keep your football scholarship, but you have to demonetize and not make any money on YouTube. Or if you want to do YouTube and make your money, we're taking your football scholarship. Wow. What would you do in that, that situation? That is crazy. Um, I would probably, well, I don't know. I it, it, yeah. there's You could go a bunch of different ways, but I would probably get a lawyer and go keep my YouTube channel monetized and try, That's to, figure what he out, did. try to figure out how to keep the best of both worlds. So did he get to keep playing college football? No. They took his scholarship. He was kicked off the team, but he kept with YouTube. But he had a huge following at the time, and he was making great money, so I don't blame him at all. Uh -huh. You know, everyone was just like, come on, man. He, you know, he's doing athletics. He's on scholarship. Cool. But he found another way to make money, and, it, you know, the NCAA wasn't letting him. So, you know, he had a whole court case, and that's what I studied in, you know, in the law class and had to, you know, research everything. So he ended up going, uh, doing the court case, and he wasn't the only one that was kind of fighting for college athletes to be paid. We had so many other athletes throughout the country. And I think there was there had to be at least 50 people that were in on and, you know, suing the NCAA and, you know, really fighting to be paid. So that was a huge thing. You know, I was at UCF at the time seeing this kid around campus, talking to him and everyone was seeing him like, whoa, like, you know, you're destroying in this YouTube channel. And ever since then, he's gotten even bigger. Probably at the time I knew him, he might have had about 300,000, 400,000 subscribers. And he's at like multiple millions now. So he's definitely making big money doing sponsorships. He is friends with Tyreek Hill, Travis Hunter, all these like big name athletes. Uh -huh. And it's, it just goes to show you, if you fight for what you love and what you really believe in, you can make it. I mean, he could have kept his football scholarship and who knows where he'd be. But now his YouTube channel is unbelievable. You know, the things he's doing. I'm just proud of the guy, you know, to fight for what oh, yeah. he loved. And now he's with his YouTube channel, getting to travel the world and live his life. And, you know, this is all ties back to NIL. If NIL was there, he would have never had to even, you know, put up a fight and go towards the NCAA to fight for getting paid. No, for, for sure. And, and all it takes is one or a couple people or a group of people to step up and say, like, hey, this makes absolutely no sense. Why um, I can work a job at McDonald's, but I can't post some videos to YouTube and get paid, right? And so I'm glad people are stepping up and, and fighting for it. So for, let's say, the typical college athlete, does this impact them at all, or is this only for, like, the – highest caliber, Bronny James, those guys? Uh, some of the bigger players, I think it impacted more. I mean, the higher you're seeing, like if you're at a school like, you know, Kentucky, Duke, Ohio State, Florida One Gators. One those power fives. Yeah, you're going to have more opportunity to make money because a lot of companies, you know, look at any commercial with pros like State Farm with Chris Paul and Patrick Mahomes. You're not even seeing like lower NFL, you know, pro guys on commercials. It's all about the big names. So that's kind of how NIL is. The bigger names have the opportunity to do bigger deals. You uh -huh. know? And I wanted to bring in uh, the agency I work for right now, Raymond Representation. Uh, here's another story. So when I was at UCF as well, I met a lot of important people. Uh, one of my good friends, brother for life, you know, I met him uh, eight, nine years ago. His name's Michael Raymond. He is Raymond Representation. He oh, founded cool. it. Uh, Michael was an amazing guy. I saw he was super involved throughout college. You ever meet somebody and you see someone just going after it in every way? Yeah, I mean, those are the guy, best people. I'm telling you, this guy was the president of the sport business club. Friends with uh, Professor Buckstein, uh, you know, he just made it known that he was here to be successful. And uh -huh. I've always been inspired by this guy and looked up to him. 
Uh, so he gave me an opportunity at this agency to come on as a marketing intern. So what I do right now is I negotiate brand deals for companies. Basically, we have a, a, a client roster. I think we have about 40, 45 Division I athletes. We have Clemson guy, Brevin Galloway. We have Florida Gators, Colin Castleton, Florida Gators, gymnast, Trinity Thomas, just these incredible athletes. And I have the opportunity to be able to showcase kind of our athletes two different businesses. And to this day, we've worked with the NFL, Gatorade, Powerade, TurboTax, you know, all these companies. And it's amazing because he's only been there since NIL started. Yeah. So less than it's two a new, years. It's a brand new industry. It's crazy, man. Yeah. Mike, Michael Raymond is one of the most, you know, talented, amazing, down-to-earth people I've ever met. And it's great to work for somebody that you actually know is an awesome person. Oh, yeah. And is, you know, kicking ass and, you know, <laughs> going out there and, you know... Um, they just passed a million dollars in total NIL deals. We just had a girl at the company, Niji Suarez. She signed, I think, a $368,000 deal with an energy drink company for 17 athletes. So it's just showing you the impact of NIL and uh, you know our client roster and getting deals for people. All these college athletes, they're now playing their sport and they're making money into the bag. But yeah, you know, social media posts. Uh, that's a big no, thing. No, for sure. And, so and, I, and one thing I want to say, well, a couple things. Number one is that I think a lot of times people thought, oh, no, the best athletes will go on and play pro sports and they'll make their money in pro. But a lot of times you're going to get hurt or you don't know what's going to happen or you don't even know if you want to be a pro athlete. You might want to be a lawyer or a doctor or whatever. And so if you've created a brand for yourself and you have a huge following, yeah. you should have the opportunity to make some money while you're in college, right? Exactly. Um, so a couple questions. Number one, where's Raymond representation based out of? Yeah, they're in Miami, Florida. I actually work remote, so I live uh, around the same place here in Cocoa Beach uh, as Tyler, the area here, Brevard County. I live in Rockledge. Rockledge. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, Michael lives down south. A lot of people working for Raymond Rep. I think there's only about 10 or 11 employees, but the people we have at Raymond Rep, you know, are sacrificing all their time to better the brand, to better the agency, uh -huh. you know? So they're working in and out. We have a guy named Ruben Gold that's there. This guy, Ruben, does so much amazing work, man. He has his own thing where he kind of puts together like the next college athletes and kind of predicts the order of the NBA draft they're gonna go. Uh -huh. So, you know, we have such talented people at the agency there and it's amazing to see what everyone does and the type of brand deals we get for clients, you know. So, so. here's my next question is why would, uh, or let me not say that, but why does an athlete need representation? So if I'm a high school or I'm a college athlete, I'm Bronny yeah. James and Pepsi tells me they want to give me 100000 per Instagram post. Why do I need Raymond Rep? Yeah, Raymond Rep does a lot of the dirty work that colleges, you know, that these athletes don't have to do. You know, just Michael and his ties and connections we have in the company and signing these athletes, it builds together a family that we have. And when you have the resources of people that are going to spend their time to go out and contact companies and get you the deals, uh -huh. it just makes it so much For easier sure. on the athletes so they don't have to go and, you know, try and find ways to make money. And part of the reason the agency is there is we have people we think are very open to doing branding. So getting to have these amazing clients that are here and want to do these deals, it's not too hard. You know, we contact these companies, we show them our client roster and basically say, hey, are you interested in working with any of our clients? And almost every time we email them, they say, oh, we've heard of Raymond Representation. We know these clients. We've heard of Trin Trinity Thomas. So it's really cool that we have the platform uh, you know, to be able to reach out to all these brands. Yeah, and Michael knows so many people. Yeah, and it's just... You know, finding these deals makes it so the athletes don't even have to exactly. you know, go out and yeah, find it. No, for sure. You're saving them time, right? By yep. and, and the expertise. You guys are the specialists and you guys understand 
how to drop the contracts, how to make sure that the athletes are getting what they're worth and what they're supposed to, and and making sure that it's going to be probably a good deal for the company or the the companies that are sponsoring the athletes. Exactly. That, that way they come back, right? Yep. And that's what I tell the companies every time is, you know, we're talking to them and the companies have to realize our athletes uh, partnering or doing a sponsorship or brand deal with them is going to bring in so many people to see that. You know, a lot of the clients we work with have anywhere from 10,000 followers up to, you know, we have people with 2 million, 3 million oh, followers. Yeah. We have Abby Berner, uh, sign, you know, all these you know, really big people. And that's the thing the companies have to see is that, uh, you know, when we have the clients there and they're very willing to advertise, you know, they can do a social media post, like a video. We just, like I said, we've had TurboTax and, you know, people see some of their favorite athletes, the people following them and see the athletes sponsoring or posting about a company and it makes you more interested. Like, oh, you that's know, if the company's working with them and advertises absolutely. them, then you know. Yeah, no, if, if they work with them and I like them, now I, it automatically kind of makes you like them a little bit more, or at exactly. least give them a try, right? If you like this athlete and they are, are representing a company yep. and you know that they believe in that company, then you, you, you're willing to give it a try, right? Yep. So, cool. So, does this impact high school athletes? Should they be thinking or worrying about NIL at all or no? I think they need to know that NIL is uh, something that happened that's going to be useful to when you get into college. It should make you want to compete and get to that higher level to be a bigger name. I think it just fuels you for more motivation. You know, these high school guys, the goal before NIL was just, just to play in college. But now you have the opportunity to play in college, get your and scholarship paid for, build a brand of yeah. yourself, and make money to set yourself for your future. So I think it's more motivation to high schoolers to work even harder and make it. And you know, it's crazy. 1% of high schoolers go to college and 1% of college players go to the NBA or NFL. The numbers vary for each sport, but it's more competitive than ever nowadays, especially with NIL, so. Oh yeah, no, for sure. Cool, so let's um, get in the red light that we gotta wrap this up, but um, this has definitely been good information for me and for anybody listening. So what would you say, let's just say that somebody has no idea what NIL is and they are in college right now, should they, or they're a college athlete, right? Yeah. Should they learn about it? Should they start building their brand? How can they build that brand? Just wrap up what a average college athlete, not like a brawny, just an average college yeah. athlete, what should they be doing? How, how does this impact them? Yeah, with NIL passing, I mean, it's not just basketball. It's not just football. It's every sport nowadays. We have gymnasts and Raymond representation. We have so many different sports. Despite what sport you're playing, NIL is just another opportunity for you to grow your brand and to be the best person you can be and obviously make money as well. Money, uh -huh. we were just talking about money uh, earlier. It's so important. And when you have the opportunity to excel and work hard at your sport and to go into that NIL space where, you know, you get noticed by companies and you're able to do brand deals that's making money for yourself, making connections, networking. and I think that is one of the hugest things is being able to build connections as a young college athlete and, and know people in various industries. Absolutely. Can be major. It is. Sweet. All right. Any final thoughts um, before we close this out, Sid? Um, no, I just wanted to uh, kind of give some light to NIL to anyone who may have heard of it but doesn't really know what it is. But, I mean, it's taken over the world. It's only been here for two years, but the amount of brand deals college athletes are being able to do right now is amazing. NIL is only going to get bigger in the future, so keep an eye out for it. Uh, if you have any questions about NIL as well, I would love to tell you about it. Or any questions about Raymond representation, uh, my socials, Instagram and Twitter, at Sid the Tall Kid. Uh, I'd be happy 
to help or talk to anybody about NIL or anything for that matter. So thank you for having me here again, Tyler. Yes, I appreciate sir. It you. All right, guys, that is a wrap for episode 13, 14, number 14. I definitely appreciate, as always, everybody listening. We're going to keep this podcast going, right? So every single episode, we try to bring on somebody new. We may have a couple repeats, but we're going to try to bring on new topics if it is a repeat. And again, we've had good feedback, but if more helps, right? If there's anything that you guys see that we could be doing better or people that you want us to bring on the podcast, let us know. We value your guys' feedback, and we value you guys listening. So thank you guys so much, and thank you to Zach behind the camera who makes this all happen. Um, appreciate everybody. That's a wrap for today. It's 90% Mental, the 90% Podcast. Follow us, Instagram, Twitter. Fast Phenom, baby. Fast Phenom also. Ready? That's a wrap. Thank you, guys.